Hi, everyone, and welcome to another day trip on Chemology 411. This is the second part of the last day trip of the I Do Not Cry, What the Hell. Um, it took me a while. I had to process a little bit of that. It was um, spiritual, but it also felt evil. And it was really hard to sort through. If you don't get those kind of feelings and you don't have a clue what I'm talking about, then you probably think that I have gone off the deep end, but I haven't. Um, thank you so much for all the people that have listened to the other podcasts that have reached out to me and have given me what they feel because there's other impasse out there that actually could feel um, the channeling, the, the person that was coming through. And so I'm recording this so I can give you just a little bit of an update on what I feel. And this makes me very sad to say this. Like, it's really sad because I'm, I'm going to say it because people are following along. And I do believe that this needs to get out because there are other men and women in this world who um, are going through this exact same thing, except they don't have the power or the gift that I have to go through this stuff. It's kind of like I'm in a swamp right now and I'm just trudging along in this water and it's so slow and it's so deep and it's so thick and it's just heartening and I couldn't figure it out. And I, I, like I said, I gave myself a week, so I still have more days. But today when I woke up, every morning I wake up startled, like my heart is racing, whether it's four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. I remember I told you that I had to start taking anxiety medicine for I don't know what, I mean, I know that I have a lot, you know, a lot of things going on in this world. And I, and I told you in 2021 and 2022 that the future was going to be different. It was going to be harder and it was going to take more empaths to be able to calm everything down. But today was not normal. Today was a fight within me of the spirits above trying to get me past where I'm at. And I don't think they realized that they were coming in maybe at the same time or the one that did come in that was the... The one that came in as the, 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 the negative that had so much hate that so much anger and had so much regret was over they then the other ones came in and tried to tried to suffocate that and i could feel it it was like turmoil it was like a kind of a fight it was a battle of you know like don't 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 have these bad things to say about this person because this person is a good person. And, and this person over here that was coming through with all of the bad energy. And, 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 but when I say bad energy, I'm not saying a bad person. I'm just saying th this negative, sad, heavy energy was somebody warning me about things that had happened to them and 
to wake me up to a possibility of something that I was talking about. And I'm really not going to go in on this on the podcast too much because now I know people are listening to this and I, I don't want to say names or anything because I don't want to offend people. So you get to figure that out on your own. But I can say that the grandma and grandpa were there. There were multiple people. It was insane and crazy. The feelings that went through the struggles that were a voice was trying to be heard and it was being outdone by all of these positive things about, um, Ron. This is 100% about Ron. I know that because I know who the negative person was and they were trying to warn me. Um, I now know that behavior that I justified, I should have paid attention to more. I want to start out by saying that the last two years have been ups and downs. What I met Ron in dating, he put so much positive and so much future and so much into what our relationship was going to be like. He showed me everything. We talked about everything. In fact, we have a bucket list of things to do, which by the way, we've done none of them. And when I noticed, when I noticed the drinking, and I noticed him hiding, like taking shots. I justified that as he's an adult. He can do what he wants and he's not. He, there's, he doesn't change his behavior. I don't know why he's sneaking shots of vodka over there like it's, like a child. Um, but I did ask him one time about his ex-wife that was, that he, that was an alcoholic and she did pass away from, I think, cirrhosis of the liver a couple years ago. And I asked him one day, what, what did, what did made her an alcoholic? And he said, when you hide the alcohol from the ones you love, when you hide the alcohol, then that makes you an alcoholic. And like four days later, I'm sitting on the couch and I turn around to talk and he is hiding, taking a shot of vodka. Kim, wake up. He literally told you what it was. And I'm not saying he's an alcoholic because I don't know and I don't care, but he did the same thing. I, I, I didn't drink with him. I don't even know where this was going. I've lost my track, my train of thought. Um, anyway, what some of the things that, that I looked up, the, the, the not responding to my text messages or using a bad day or using that he's too busy at work against me. I'm told by everybody that that is not healthy, but I justified it that, yeah, he is busy. And I also didn't want to be the girlfriend that, um, nagged anybody. I wanted him to do what he wanted to do. And he showed it to me and I ignored it. He showed his disrespect to me. He showed his over control of me. He showed his almost narcissistic uh, tendencies to me. And I, and I, and I believed it, which is part of what, um, is part of that behavior is that control part. And I, I used the fact that he is broken and I saw through it. He just wasn't expecting that, I don't think. So anyway, neither here nor there. My other podcast, I felt the emotions. And when finally they all kind of fought with each other and then they left. And now I have to move on. I have to get, I've got to get my stuff and I need to move on to go to the next guy that's going to actually treat me with respect 
and not cheat on me. Because every man that I have been with has cheated on me. And cheating goes a lot of different ways. I did not cheat on one of my boyfriends or husbands at all. I didn't think about anybody else. I I mean, I didn't pretend to want anybody else. I didn't um, look at anybody else to want. I didn't allow anyone to communicate with me. Even when we weren't in the together together spot, I still held that. When I was with Justin and we were married, for five years, he lived in Atlanta and I saw him like four times out of those five years. And I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't go out. I didn't chat. I didn't even, I didn't do anything because I was a married woman giving my, my fidelity, my, my life and my love to my husband that I don't even see. That's toxic myself. That's a whole nother podcast, but I didn't cheat. I will not cheat. I didn't, you know, like every once in a while, I'll even joke around about like Eminem or Bradley Cooper or Simon Sinek. He is my number one. But when I met Ron, I didn't say one thing like that because I consider that cheating. I consider any thought of being with someone else cheating and whatever level of cheating you want to make it, it still is, you're not focusing on the one that you say that you love. You're putting a little bit of energy and time into someone else. And we all know that the girl that Ron is with right now, he already started this energy, um, evidently, you know, two years ago, which he had told me it was longer than that because they had known each other for over a year when they had talked before. That's how he had her number. In my situation, more than likely, they met when she filed for divorce and they were, have been chatting the entire time on and off. And because I was told I wasn't allowed to be on his social media because it would bring back memories of Jennifer, um, she had no clue that he was dating anybody. And of course, I had all these girls blocked because I was told to do that. That's stupid. Um, but the person that came through today has been through a lot and went through a lot, a lot, a lot with him. And I truly believe all she wanted to do was warn me. And I, and, and through all of them, I'll tell you what was really weird is I sent Ron the, the podcast, which is why I know whatever I say on here at some point, he might listen and he might not listen. I, I don't care. Um, I, I say what I want. He knows that I do not lie and I get to be on my podcast and say what I want. And he's, he fully came in in this relationship knowing I did a podcast because he's on the podcast. You can go listen to him and I's podcast in 2021, I think, when we were in love and he wanted to give me the world. But the person that came through today, I misunderstood because I thought they were here for him. And I thought that when I felt the pain of them, that I thought maybe... If, if I could let him know, I sent him the podcast and, and told him, you know, I, I normally don't send this to you, but this is really weird. I don't know what to make of it. And then I sent him a reply because I figured it out. I figured out that they wanted me to tell him something. I'm not going to say it because if he listens to this podcast, I don't fucking want him to know. I don't want him to know what he needs to know. He can figure that out on his own. I'm not, I'm not here to help him anymore. So you don't get to hear it. He doesn't get to hear it. If you want to know what I said, you can, um, you can, you can send me a message and I will tell you, but 
or ask me in a private message, I'll tell you what I said to him. But when I went to scroll up to send it, to reread it, like I always do before I send it to make sure that it said what I needed it to say, it disappeared. It just deleted itself. And that is some freaking energy right there that can delete a text message. So when I was supposed to tell him, this person that came down to me that is now like my soul person, that I respect this person, thank you so much. She didn't want him to know. She wanted me to know. And she stopped it. Or he, it's, it's, a, it's a girl. Believe it or not, you don't have to. You don't, <laughs> you're the one living the life. I'm the one that knows what's going on. Today has been insane. And as much as Ron is going to probably try to puff up this relationship, he has gone right back to what he did with Jennifer when he made a huge mistake with wife number two. And then he needed to make everybody to justify this new relationship. He had to overcompensate on Facebook because he knows that everybody knew about him and Laura and he already knew about what was going on at work. And now, so with, 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 with Jennifer, he went all over like everything. If you go back, everything is love, love of my life, love of my life, love of my life, love of my life. Do you know who the love of his life was? It was Laura. Laura is the love of his life. And she is not all over social media and she is not telling you the love of his life because the love was between the two of them. The love of his life on social media was Jennifer, the crazy one, the one that he needed to justify his past bad behaviors with. And now the love of his life is this new girl. And he's going to put her all over social media because I wasn't allowed to be on. So I'm not on any of his social media. There's not one picture of him and I on the social media because his love for me was between us. And that is what he said. I don't need people in social media. This is between us. And I want to build it between us because I don't want any of that bullshit drama. And here we are with the Laura to Jennifer. Now we're the Kim to Sarah. So I'm going to take that as a compliment that he truly did love me. But I scared him off. My energy was too high. And now he's moving it over here. And you're going to go to his social media. And you're going to see a bunch of bullshit about how much they love each other. And how perfect they are. I don't know because I am totally blocked from seeing anything on their social media. I'm not friends with any of them. But I guarantee you, if you go to their social media right now, there's probably some bullshit stuff on there about how in love they are. And that is the way he knows how to mask his problems and his errors and his ways. And my heart goes out to Miss Sarah, who does not know what she's getting herself into. And as she's listening to this podcast and thinking to herself that I'm a crazy person, that's fine. That is perfectly fine. 
I don't need anybody to tell me who I am or what I am because I am crazy for allowing someone like this to take two years of my life and promise me the world to send an email telling me that I need counseling, which I told him that, and his endocrinologist told him that. But you wait till he starts to shake. You wait till he falls. You wait till you see him. And then you're going to come back to my podcasts and you're going to want to be like, girl, let's talk. I'm not about any of that. I just want to move on with my life. I want to find the man who doesn't need to throw me out on social media to prove a point. I want a man who loves me for me and I don't have to worry about him cheating on me. So I make him put me on his social media so that all the other girls can see that he now has a new piece of meat or a new ass or a new love or whatever you want to call him. I don't need that. I didn't need it for the two years we were together because I trusted him. And look where I'm at. Keep taking all of your adventures. Once again, I bless and I thank the heavens above the energy that I am in touch with and the white light that I was able to release all of this to and to the universe who will make everything right. Bye.